0: Whenever a new thing comes out for me, I don't go, "Oh my gosh, my job security, is, you know, is going away." It's more so like, "How am I going to have to change how I do my job because this this, you know, new tech is coming out?" And so for me, I'm never standing in a place of fear around AI, and that's not to be, you know, naive to the to the dangers that exist because of it or the fact that some people will, um, you know, have their industries affected deeply by this. But for me, I'm just standing in a place of how can I adapt and evolve with the technology so that I can stay in business. What is good, Rough Cut Clubbers? I am so excited to be in the podcast studio today. I am uh, coming off of a super long, I think almost three weeks uh, being on set almost every single day and I have been—I uh, have not gotten as much sleep as I needed in the last uh, couple weeks, but I am grateful to be here today. Shane, I am so excited to see you, man. It's good to see you, bro. Bro, it's good to have you back in the studio. I'm sure your inbox
1: is blowing up. We're glad to have you back in the office got a lot to get done. but you know what we had we had some great set days together. We did last week. We can't really talk about the project. We have a couple of NDAs in place, but it's a corporate doc. And bro, your setups look
0: fire. Thank I wish you, we brother. Could Thank show you. Them, I know, but we can't. Maybe, maybe one day we maybe can show day. some. But maybe. yeah, we've we did some really, really sick uh, documentary work this last uh, couple weeks, and have been working on a uh, feature length documentary that we can't talk about um, because NDAs are a thing, and uh, we gotta stay in people, agreement with people them, out to
1: kill us if we talk about you it. You never know, man. You <laughs> just
0: want to stay in the business, and so you gotta stay up with the terms. But uh, we get to work on some cool stuff, man. I'm excited for it too roll out. Um, But man, happy to be in the studio today and do a super hot take on one of the new hot topics going around in the industry right now, talking all things Sora AI. Um, And so I'm excited to jump in, man. For those that don't know um, what Sora AI is, uh, this just hit the, the web this week. Um, I don't know if it'll be this week by the time this podcast drops, but uh, as of the time of this recording, it dropped uh, this week, and it is OpenAI, the founder of ChatGPT and the company that runs that um, AI model, Uh, they introduced a new uh, one-minute text-to-video prompt, basically where you put uh, a small prompt in there, about a paragraph long. I mean, it could be a little bit longer, but I think roughly about a paragraph, uh, and it can visually, it can it can create a visual video uh, up to one minute in length just off of a text prompt, and it is. Actually, really phenomenal and really, really interesting. I think it's going to shake up the industry. I have no idea what your thoughts are on on this, Shane, and so I'm excited to jump in, hear what you have to say on it, what you think about the future of AI. You know, there's a lot of buzz around it, but uh, I'm excited to hear your thoughts on on Sora, man.
1: Yeah, I've got a I've got some varying thoughts on that. But when you you know you get super excited about AI, and a lot of people in the industry do, and usually I'm like slower to jump on the uh the wagon on this but when you told me like oh we got to do this episode about ai and sora and i'm like oh, what is what is this about and i'm like send me a link and all i could think about is spaghetti <laughs> wait why will smith's spaghetti uh ai video that ah, came out like a year yep. ago and yep, yep, and yep. i was just like bro like i've seen ai and and also i've, I've played with uh, another app uh it's uh oh it's it's the one that's i i should know the name but it's like create uh photos and you turn them into video because we we're working uh, on mid-journey a, right no it's different um well shame on me for not knowing but it's a it's a app that you can download and we were trying it for a documentary actually the one the documentary we were talking about yeah. bringing like historical photos back to life oh, okay and uh i tried you know some stuff at the house with it and i was like dude this is not like it's buggy it's so buggy you know anyways however when I watched this video and I kind of did some research on Sora, um, dude, I, I I've got some opinions and I think it's it's uh, I think it's huge, man. But first, I want to hear like what you're yeah. thinking. What do you would you uh, when you saw the headlines drop? Like, what was your uh, response? Yeah, to this. So tech?
0: so with just AI in general, I think my whole my whole mindset around it, like, there's a lot of fear in the community and I don't think I've ever let myself move into a place of being afraid of new technology coming out. And so whenever a new thing comes out for me, I don't go, "Oh my gosh, my job security, is, you know, is going away." It's more so like, "How am I going to have to change how I do my job because this this you know, new tech is coming out." And so for me, I'm never standing in a place of fear around AI and that's not to be, you know, naive to the to the dangers that exist because of it or the fact that some people will um, you know, have their industries affected deeply by this, but for me I'm just standing in a place of how can I adapt and evolve with the technology so that I can stay in business. And so I think it's just being, you know, hyper aware of the fact that what we do is going to change, uh, but being okay with, you know, how can I fit into this change so that I don't get left behind is really like, you know, my mindset when I first heard the headlines.
1: Yeah, that's good. I I think, uh, I agree. I think it's adapt or die, you know, and so, but let me just say first, I hope your comment ages well. Yeah. We look back in two years yeah. from now, and we're like, "Well, it took our jobs. We don't have jobs anymore." Here's the thing: I'm not scared either. I don't yeah. think anybody should be scared. When I hear about AI stuff, it's not there isn't there isn't fear of it. It's more of like like taking our job. It's usually like I disbelieve that it's going to be an impactful tool yet because I know the technology has. What do, you, a, what do you mean by that? So it doesn't. When, uh, when everybody gets excited about AI, like, oh, chat GBT and, and all of these things, like, oh, you can use uh, agent AI. Um, a lot of the times, I, I don't think the technology is there yet where it's going to provide true value to me. Or I am not educated or I have enough time to utilize it the proper way. So that's why I'm like, I don't get as excited as most people because I go, cool, I'm, a, I'm a, not an early adopter. Let's say so. I'm slow to believe or trust that it's there's enough value there yet. But I do see long term, and so this we're already in like two or three years of AI, if not more. You know, with everything that's come before, but in the in the term of the public knowing about AI and the value of it, and so when I look at stuff. I mean, the Sora is a great example, right? Like, look at that first video that I'm mentioning, the Will Smith eating spaghetti, it looks terrible. It's funny, I thought it was a it was a cartoon or something, yeah. like it was a joke. I actually, literally when I saw that, I was like, this is hilarious, like how did they make this? I didn't realize it was an AI type, you know, video concept. When I saw this, now I'm going, okay, the technology's catching up. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I go, I do start to see value. <clears throat> so again, rewind it a year ago, we go, uh, I don't see much value. So th- yeah. this is actually one of the first times I agree and I go, all right, AI, you're stepping up. You're doing, yeah. you're doing same thing with chat. when it wasn't plugged into the internet until like a certain period, it's like, Oh, it can, it can pull data all the way up to like 2018 or something like that. Right. I'm like, cool. Uh, great research tool. I c- I can use it for scripting and we'll dive into maybe some of the other, you know, AI yeah. stuff, how we've used it in the past. But I go, man, I, you know, it, it would be great if it could do this and you know, there's some of these human elements as well right. that we might want to dive into that I'm like, that it's lacking. So that's my thing. I don't think uh, there's any fear other than a slight fear of Terminator really happening in real life. <laughs> hey judgment day, brother. It's, <laughs> it's on the horizon. Man. That's the only fear I have as far as the bro. It's a tool. And yeah. I guess my excitement builds so, like, my disbelief yeah. is, like, eh, is it really going to be, like, something we can use right now? Yeah. Or is it, like, this is cool, let's keep watching, and, like, we probably need to start learning how to utilize it. And we've dabbled in AI stuff already with our business, and I think, like, we well, have some trial and error cases where I was, yeah. like, oh, we used it for a while, and then we go, ah, oh, but we were getting this result. Like, maybe we'll we'll try again in a little bit. Yeah.
0: I, I think that, you know, looking at back at even that Will Smith video or some of the other, uh, you know, AI video tools that have come out in the past what is insane is the rate at which AI improves mm. and so like if you think back to where we were from you know in this model a year ago the rate at which how the quality has progressed is exponential and i think if we fast forward a year from now or even 6 months like as new updates and improvements come out, the technology is gonna get scary good. Um, and, and and I think that already there are certain uses for the software at its version right now. Um, I, I think that maybe it's not useful for us in the corporate or commercial space to a high degree yet, but I think it still has a place. And I look at like Photoshop, right? So Photoshop introduced the generative fill feature. I don't know, maybe six months ago, roughly, give or take. Um, and I have found that feature widely helpful. Mm-hmm. And I think that I think that this is actually going to come into play, similar to generative fill, um, and, and and serve almost the same purpose, um, especially once we can, uh, utilize here's where my real thoughts are on the, on the software. I think that, you know, stock video, uh, if you're in the stock video business, this should terrify you because if you need, you know, a a cup of coffee, somebody drinking, you know, some random person, just one clip of a person, and not like a scene with a person, then then this this program is going to really shake up the stock video industry. Well, going back to going back to what you were saying though, before we dive
1: into this, I do agree that it actually—I disagree with you. I think it is usable for us now. So that's what I'm saying. I think this technology has come a long way. So th- let's talk about use cases because you're, yeah. you're jumping in with stock footage, bro. How many times? I can't tell you as a producer or director how many times I've gone, man, I need this one insert. Of right. This shot. Right. It's like, well, we didn't get it on the day and clients not gonna pay for a pickup. You know what I mean? And I'm like, well, how do I execute this economically? Well, let me go see if there's stock for totally. it. Totally. So dude, yeah, like this is gonna be huge. And now to your point, if if you were just in the stock market game stock market interesting stock market. <laughs> you know but i think a lot of filmmakers that's kind of like a sub you know like it's, yeah. a, it's a sub revenue stream which is great man i, I know some people that are making some bank yeah. on stock um and maybe there's some really unique like scenes and stuff maybe that's yeah. where the change is going to happen now but not only the people that are making stock think about the actors think about location some of these stock uh productions that happen they'll rent out of studio space they'll hire a bunch of actors and they'll record you know I, i've seen packs like where it's like oh it's little scenes where people are you know laughing and shaking hands and office right. space and all this stuff right so there is all these elements of business totally. that they kind of do get cut from that but again i i say adapt or die so now you have to be more creative with your stock right. footage concepts right what can you make that somebody hasn't thought about for the right. prompt or or that just uh can't really be recreated with the ai yet totally um but i, I do think stock man yeah dude like yeah. that this is going to be a huge tool for pretty i was already thinking like there's so many little inserts that oh i could gosh. go create right now for sure yeah Another use case because I am super excited about this. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Yeah, like, when yeah, you yeah. sent me this video, I said normally I'm like oh, whatever AI cool we'll see yeah, how it yeah, goes. Yeah. I saw this and I'm like, dude, this is the future. Like this totally. is uh, from a we should be really excited about it. I'm like, how do I get early access? Like I'm gonna right. go, like I'm gonna go write them, email them, DM them. If you're watching this episode somehow, please give Joey or myself access. Uh, but the ability to go get a pickup shot. What about this use case study? We want to make a feature. Now you can make a proof of life concept for your feature with a lot of AI created footage. Oh, I don't I don't want to do this huge battle scene, but I can get a cool like drone epic shot of this battle scene and show you what it's gonna be like. And we're gonna go shoot it for real because we're gonna do tight inserts and all this stuff on our characters, but I can create a sizzler now and use all AI stuff. Dude, I am I'm getting chills thinking about it. Like, I'm like, I'm ready to pitch like three or four videos, even internally. Can you imagine like, hey, I I got a treatment ready, but I also have a proof of life concept 30 second sizzler, one minute sizzler that's going to give you just a little taste
0: of what this film could look like. Bro, come on, let's go. Dude, I love that. I hadn't even thought about using it as like a pitch deck thing, but that is like 100% Uh, a really really dope way to like sell more products and I think that's exactly what I'm getting at is like that's a way that you can adapt with Mm. you know to utilize it as a tool to get more business Mm. Um, and I think that's a really great example where one of the uses that isn't currently a thing yet but is where I see this product heading to is when you can actually import your footage into yeah. the software and then use Sora to then create, uh, you know, text to video additions and modifications mm. to your footage. Generative fill for video. Exactly. Uh, so yeah. that's, that's where I see this pr- program ultimately heading in the future because imagine how useful it would be if you could um, you know, film uh, a, a scene with somebody on a street in busy New York and then say, I want to get rid of every one of the other people on this street, um, or or change this license plate or you know, modify the image or like add this VFX thing. So like VFX in the future, I see being totally done by ai stuff once you can add your own footage in uh and that's really where i see like this being like massively helpful is when you can add your footage into the program and then make text modifications to vfx to changing details in the shot to changing the lighting to the time of day and all the you know imagine having like golden hour all the time all the time and in in broad daylight because you can manipulate that uh in in post like these are the ways that i see like this being really 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 exciting as a tool for filmmakers to make modifications once that feature becomes available what about to to
1: continue on your point what about i think you're kind of saying this like not only bringing in your footage but being able to now create scenes so like say like look we're gonna fire off the master we're gonna get the master shot it's the wide it's two people talking and walking or whatever the scene is but now it's like well i want to insert of you know the suitcase i want to insert of a car driving by you know all this stuff and it's like i can get all of the so like you're giving it kind of a map like hey these are the two people this is where they are in the world now i want to reverse like i didn't have time to shoot the reverse but i want the reverse or that even
0: or even modifying performance right so like mm. in the future let's say because they already have ai models that are replicating voices mm-hmm. um and and me- making videos with your voice and it's not a real video but imagine if you could take like an a actor's performance and be like oh they they didn't deliver this line how i wanted to like can we redo this scene in five different versions so that I can pick a performance that is a little, I don't know an actor may not like that, but I think that there are uses where it can help fix certain issues that arise on set.
1: Yeah. I think, uh, I think that's going to be a huge art versus the totally. business
0: discussion for, for actors. I mean, I, I
1: I agree though, but so some of that is already happening. If you right. remember the, uh, our uh, interview, with I think uh, Jonathan Paul that you yeah. had on the and he told us about yeah. the writer's strike and gave us kind of some insight on that. And he talked about the actors about how a lot of background actors yeah. have getting body scans. And they can now put them into movies and they've paid like for this one time usage yep. forever to use their skin yeah. in a film. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So now think about that. If you got a chance to like scan totally. Tom Cruise and
0: now you can put Tom Cruise in your movie
1: um and he doesn't have to be
0: there yeah and i i think more like legislate legislation and restrictions will come like in time with this like right now uh you know this is the wild wild west of video where there are not any rules yeah. on it but i like you think about anything like in time uh you know think about drone piloting right yeah when drones first came out the FAA and, and and everything wasn't prepared for the legislation to to catch up with the technology that existed and if you think about it like when you could take your drone off it would be like oh you're about to go into a no-fly zone and then it would give you this notification that said you are now in you know restricted airspace or, or whatever and then You know, fast forward to present day, like there's geofencing built into the technology to where when you hit that wall, you can't move forward without access. I think in the future, the legislation and restrictions around Mm. video is going to catch up to where it's currently at. And there's going to be more boundaries because you hear so many people complaining uh, around you know, well, I'm afraid about this or, you know, the, the, the strike, the, all of these different people have the, the deep fake stuff. Like there's so many things going on mm. with like complaints about privacy and security that I think legislation will eventually catch up. But right now it's a wild, wild west.
1: You want me to, okay. I think it's, I, I, I don't want to move away from usage yet. Cause yeah, I think yeah. there's still a few other things we need to cover, totally. but I got to drop in my doomsday theory. Okay. Okay. I've mentioned this on a show before, and I don't know um, how deep I went, but I believe that eventually we will not be able to trust video anymore. Mm. So on a legal- It's very
0: pessimistic of you.
1: On a very On a legal aspect. Think about this. Yeah. Think about this, bro there we're it has increased a lot in one year right so oh, yeah. so if you haven't gone ch- you know check out some of this footage we'll put it in the video as well but they're like there's a really believable drone shot right i mean those For those sure. things can already be sold like 100%. i'm like 100 i don't need to send a drone off anymore i can get to that pickup shot i want uh the statue of liberty at sunset boom i've got it right and so there, you know, I, I want my actors, I want two people and one's in a red shirt, whatever. You know, you can get those shots and it looks really believable. The closer you get, um, you start to see a little bit of breakdown, but not much. I mean, yeah. there's some some of the totally. images that we're showing right now, like these look really believable and you have to look really close to find. And then you are like, oh, that does yep. look a little off, right? Okay. Currently. Currently. So now let's go, all right, what's it gonna look like in one year? So yeah. here's my prediction. I think eventually we're not going to be able to know what's real or not in video. I agree. And so the scary thing on that is now somebody sent your wife a video of you leaving in a hotel room with another woman, and now you, in regardless, doesn't matter how great your relationship is, and she she's going to trust you hopefully ultimately, right. but the ability for people to do that is going to be real and yeah. send that kind of thing. Same thing on legal, like the president. Okay, we have the president in a compromising thing. Oh, there's a there's a video of a nuclear bomb being launched from Russia right now, and what are we what is our response? Yeah. Right? There's some crazy. it goes back to the world of the war uh, war of the worlds. So you if you are familiar with this story, uh it was a radio program that was launched and it was supposed to be entertainment, but it caused mass panic because mm. it was a story about these Aliens and robots taking over the world, and there were some people that went into this mass hysteric panic into shelters because they thought it was so real. There could be a world uh, war of the worlds. I can't say it uh, scenario that could be pitched up, right? Yeah. So, so here's last little crazy like th- thought. Okay, and again, this that's very know,
0: like T two mindset. Yeah, uh, you though. <laughs> right,
1: right, right. I like exploring like the dark side yeah. of how bad this could get. Um, you know there's the whole actors and thing but I'm seeing on the legal side it could show me murdering somebody right yeah. like now I'm and somebody was really murdered there's a body but they have video a security camera footage that somebody said yeah. it was from this camera and it shows me murdering this person or dragging their body off right okay now how do you how do you verify is this real
0: CTTV footage or is it fake this this is my opinion to jump in I eventually think that there's going to be restrictions around the prompts that you can create. And I think that is going to be where the big security thing comes in. Like, I think that, um, and I could be wrong just to put this out here. This is all speculation and our opinions are our opinions, but I think eventually that there's going to be restrictions around the prompts that you can create. If you put, you know, something, 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 President Trump Trump might be a like a, a word that like is a, immediately flagged. Now this this doesn't apply to the average joe. Right. Um but I don't know man dragging a
1: trash bag from a apartment room. Trash right. bag is very heavy. Like that's enough to still totally. get somebody like on the radar of like what was in that bag. So and, and, and there's that, a body missing there's somebody yeah. missing right now. So so my thing okay I got to I got to yeah, yeah, yeah. finish this crazy thought. I got to finish this crazy thought and I said this before and you kind of rolled your eyes and you're like, Shane, you're crazy. We're gonna move back to analog for security footage and um, uh, like probably dispositions, things like that where it's like legal, um, uh, legally said. So we know that like this is a real media format that is tangible. There's a film stock that goes back to it or tape stock or that goes back to it that could could not be digitally, uh, you could still manipulate it, but you would have like the original copy that you could look at and go, this is the real security footage. So if anybody wants to, any uh, VCs out there wants to get in business with me, we're about to buy a bunch of uh, super eight or uh, digital eight cameras, and we're gonna create a security camera company that has gone back to the old
0: security footage. I'm just throwing it out there. That's my wild, wild story. Okay. Let me, let me enjoy it. I, I, I'm going to stand in the opposite corner and say <laughs> we're not moving backwards. We're moving forwards. But the, I do, I do think, cause they, they already have like the, uh, the little watermark like built into like some of this footage In like the bottom right corner. There's like these little like chat GPT things. Drop so in, lost it. Totally agreed. But I'm, I'm wondering if, also I
1: feel like eventually like open AI is the big one right, right. but it's kind of like there's, there's they're the trailblazer there's gonna be hackers 100%. and kids and people that know how to build this tech and operate 100%. this tech in 10 years right so I'm I, and I'm not like oh tomorrow like right. we need to be to this but I'm just saying like dude the implications of what can happen 100 that that's definitely scary how for sure. can you trust? what you see is real in two to three to four years. And so that's why my mind runs back to like, well, if you have a analog copy of the actual, I mean, going back to film with the light hitting film in photography and creating an image on that like tangible asset, right? Totally different now than a digital SD card, right? And so like, I don't know. And I've talked to i I've actually talked to some really techie, computer savvy people and they said that there's like code in the in the video that they would be able to pick up and Mm. see and like if they could they could open the video file and see the metadata yeah i'm like yeah sure now but again in a year don't you think we're gonna have a way to work around that too and make it feel and look believable even down to the code yeah
0: of the video itself the one i mean it's all ones and zeros man yeah which is really weird to think about um like how much data is involved in a a video file and it's ones and zeros like that just that blows my mind here's my thing i while while all of these horrible bad things (laughs) can happen and i do believe that they sadly will happen Mm. to people i believe in the very very long term uh future when we see these cases arise there are going to be certain protections that probably get put in place too late Um, and I don't know exactly what they are I don't know what the tech is I don't know how we're gonna go and solve it but my belief is in the good of humanity to try to right their wrongs after wrongs have been made Uh, and I think that I think that the legislation and the restrictions around the problems that arise will not go unchecked forever Um, I think that we're going to start to see some of the problems that happen. Um, And again, the right legislation may not come along, you know, during uh, an adequate time period. But I think eventually when we start to see problem after problem after problem, uh, eventually legislation gets made to try to right those wrongs. And again, this is me. There's some pessimists out there. You're you're
1: always looking on the bright side. I'm just optimistic about. I'm this. an optimistic pessimist. Okay. So, You're like a I, realist. <laughs> I'm a realist. So, I mean, again, I'm super excited. This tool is going to change totally. our entire business in a positive way because yeah. I think we will adapt. Yeah. And we're going to be able to master this and use it in ways. And I think that what we do yeah. still has a place for the next, hopefully, five, right. ten years right. uh, with AI yeah. being just a tool that helps, right? And so, I mean... It, I want to get back to the use cases, dude. Totally. It, it's some of the something that I just thought about. You talked about it being replacing, you know, like maybe we you scan in somebody or you or you film like the one scene yeah. and then we can make more content where that person. Dude, how many of our influencer content uh, brands that want to make social content, they want to drop videos yeah. on the daily, and we're, you know, we, there's so much production and scheduling that out and then editing. Now, what if we could scan one of our, our clients, yeah. or even just have a reference video and then you write the scripts or they write the scripts and now they don't have to step foot in the studio, they've got content for totally. days.
0: And I think that there will be people that utilize the feature that way. I think that, um, I think that there's going to be two different types of people, right? I think that there's going to be people that use this in um really a way to replace themselves uh and there's gonna be an authenticity that is lost Mm -hmm. here's my here's my my counter to that um i do feel like i do feel like it will get to a place where we cannot distinguish the authenticity because i i I just i think with how fast this is getting good i think eventually it's gonna feel totally authentic Mm. um on the other hand, though, I think that there are going to be people that don't want to have uh, an AI totally, you know, create content for them. Like I think about me, I wouldn't want to get to the point to where I'm like, mm, I don't want to do these podcast episodes anymore. AI can then, you know, recreate my voice and Shane's voice and our bodies and how we move and. Uh, create me an episode on Sora AI. like I, I just wouldn't want that. and and that's me. It's not gonna be some of our influencers that are making a billion dollars a year that have, you know, more money than time. But I think that there are gonna be both sides to where some people aren't gonna want, aren't gonna want it u- utilized in that way. Uh, and some people will, some people it's like, oh yeah, I can like freely do this, but I don't think everyone will. That's just my opinion on it. Let's open this up. Cause I think you brought up something and now I want to dive into
1: this, the authenticity yeah. of AI. And I agree, maybe it can eventually get there, but I think it's down to the point of the human experience of like, you think about authenticity mm-hmm. really has human error in it. Right right? Like the, this podcast isn't perfect. Uh, I mispronounce so many words on this podcast. We start and stop a lot guys. Uh, uh well, actually that's not, that's not true. Usually just the beginnings, but you know what I mean? There's, there's elements that make it unique that I, I don't know. I mean, you, you could be right. AI might eventually be able to study and learn and like, okay, these are Joey's like quirks. You know what I mean? These yeah. are his body yeah. language. But I'm wondering if that, if, because it's created to be good so good like but human life isn't perfection you know what i mean and so i think some of the things that are beautiful is because of their flaws yeah um and i'm wondering if ai will have to be really smart in the way it presents humans and then think about it from our perspective if we watched it and we go oh, why did it make me stutter like that? Or like say, yeah. you know what I mean? You'd be like, nope, redo, reprompt. You know what I mean? Because yeah. we wouldn't want to live with that. Where when it's
0: real life, we have to live with how we present ourselves at times. It's a great point. I think that um, my belief is that with how I've seen it evolve so far, I fast forward 100 years from now, right? Like, I think that it's going to have really really mastered it. and it's going to become outdated technology and we're going to be on to something else you know what i mean a hundred years from now i think that it's going to learn oh, it's a it matrix at that point we're totally, just plugged in bro. totally we're just plugged in and just <laughs> hey there is a movie uh i forget the movie but they literally just have a dude who's like plugged in and the, the whole thing is happening in his head but he lives in like an apartment um Damn, I forget the name of the movie. It's called movie. The Matrix. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> There is a separate movie out there. I can't remember uh, it. And it it's not The Matrix. I love The ah, Matrix. so good. Yeah. But there's like a dude who's like just in like a raggedy apartment yeah. and you it's like the last scene of the movie, but he's living this life like in Look, goggles. Look, we and, all know
1: damn, that we're just probably 10 years out of living the terminator stage Skynet. of life. And then eventually we're going to live the matrix stage of life. So like buckle up. Like have fun while you can, <laughs> spend them if you got them. I'm just
0: too optimistic about the future,
1: man. I think that I think that it's gonna all work out. Um, in the end. I'm joking. I'm I'm with you, man. I'm a, I'm excited about it. I think it's a great tool. Um, that not only we can use, but I have to say this because still, for people to start opening their minds of how this can be utilized. Like I yeah. I as a media production company, you know, with clients. That's why I'm thinking like, oh, yeah. it could. It could help my clients create more content. We could we could create content um, at a more economical price point for them. But here's another thing: I think it provides actually more jobs for people because now it gives people that don't have your skill set, your camera gear, access to all of this stuff, the ability to create content. Right. So I think we're going to see a rise. We've already seen this, like content creators no no shame in the game out there but people with their cell phones and like i'm i'm really good at posting on social and i'm making uh videos with my iphone dude there's yeah. a place for those people People they're getting hired like crazy well, now and the and jobs and, I, and i'm seeing like content creators yeah m- will be able to use this and i even see like ai prompters right like totally. it's gonna come out to be like how good of a prompter and how how much do you refine and tweak yeah. your content Like, I think there's a whole new skill set that we should be looking at.
0: Yeah. The other thing, too, is like while while some jobs may go away or get minimized, the creation of this stuff also creates new jobs. And so, like, I look at, you know, like the Internet, the Internet killed a lot of different things, but it also generated a ton of Mm -hmm. business. Email, like when email came out, like it really hurt the postal industry but the post offices still exist there's still a place for it um for now for for now (laughs) for now but like we got to send people you know things and and not everything can happen over email um but like the the blockbusters out there Mm. that refuse to adapt to the netflix model uh, blockbuster had a chance to buy netflix for a million dollars and they were like, no way, we're not getting on board with this. We don't like it. And now you see how that played out. So like the people that don't, aren't willing to, like AI is coming and there's nothing we can do to stop it. Like this isn't going anywhere. It's only gonna keep evolving. And so we have to figure out how we work into it. But I do believe that while certain things get minimized, it creates new opportunities for us to, for for those who are willing to adapt, to be able to get on board with and create jobs from. Yeah, I agree. I mean, even going back to your VFX thing.
1: So, this probably would be pretty scary if you're a VFX house, I would think. But at the same time, maybe not because now you just have another tool that you can create yep. quicker, faster, better content um, via this Sora totally. AI, right? And so, like, you can still, you're still the go to house, the resource yeah. for this. I think where, it might get a little um, hairy. Is kind of like what we saw for the strikes that happened, right? The writer strike that was AI with them wanting the the studios to just use AI scripted scripts and have writers like finish them yeah. to give them the human element, and then again with the actors with their skins being you know scanned yeah. in and all this stuff. So I think to your point earlier, you were saying I think the good of humanity will went out I think and legislation will catch up. But there is there are going to be those parties that are um uh more driven by the finance and the greed side of it. Um and not to throw any shade at the totally. big studios, but you know they, they they're running a business too. I get right. it, man. Like I'm I'm thinking of ways that we can economically save as well, but I think the uh the the biggest struggle is um, keeping the good of humanity at yeah. the focal point of it. Yeah. And I, I guess I don't always trust that with everyone. And that's not my, I'm not yeah, worried yeah. though. Like yourself, yeah. I think we go, you know, those clients, I kind of go do it about like low rates. Those clients aren't my clients, right? Yeah. So I'm not worried about losing these over here because I'm going to pick up something right. new with this technology. So I think at the end of the day, what we've been saying this entire podcast is adapt or die right if you don't adapt if you don't understand the technology and understand that your job's not going away you have it's probably going to get better but you do have to adapt you're going to have to modify it a bit because the clients eventually it's going to take them a while to catch up but there's going to be some uh changes that they're going to expect in two three years when they understand the power and the accessibility of this technology Because one of the things I was thinking was like, okay, somebody in house now can create. You know, instead of sourcing a production company right now, or an or a content creator like an influencer or a brand, some of our clients eventually could they just bring in one person in house? Yeah. In theory. Yeah. And create their content, and you know, and they're an AI prompter, and they're able to create the content, post it. Um, it's a real possibility. Yeah. And so I think even your product lines and your thinking around what, um, but it, but then again, they, that client has to manage that person. And that person has to have the um, creativity and the business side of it to understand how to create good content 100%. to get ROI and KPIs, right? So that's where I look at it and go, well, yeah, that might work. But it's same thing like having an in-house video person as well videographer like sometimes that works sometimes they're overloaded yeah sometimes they're they're not up to the business side challenge or the creative side challenge so when you have a team that you can outsource to you get kind of an all-star team of creatives and business combined
0: yeah right no i i dig it man one one other thought too is uh i look at um unsplash so unsplash.com if you're Mm -hmm. not familiar with it basically took they it's a a platform where photographers can take real photos and they put them out there for free public domain.
1: Mm. And
0: so, in my opinion, that totally shook up the stock photo industry as well, Mm. because now you're taking real authentic uh, photography that people can use for commercial use for free. And that's where a lot of people are now going instead of paying for stock photos. I think that stock video will uh eventually like this will be almost very similar to unsplash right Mm -hmm. where like unsplash not to say that they're ai generated photos but like ai generated photos isn't replacing photography um in in some cases it is but photography as an industry isn't dying because (laughs) of ai generated photos and i think that's ultimately like where i get at like people are afraid of this industry, you know, dying or going away. And it, it may look different, but, you know, going back to the heartbeat of this, it's a tool that can be utilized to create in a different way. Um, and, and I just have to also circling back around to the good of humanity. I I do believe that with this being an art and a craft, like think about how many, arts have been replaced over the years with better technology but they're still being implemented. Like film for example, like film is like a a videographic medium that is still being used to create narrative projects today. Not maybe not as much as digital, but it's still like the Christopher Nolan's out there and people that are only use it. It's film is kind of a a dead medium, but it's still being utilized today. And so I I'm just not afraid of like filming or editing dying out because this type of medium is now accessible. That makes
1: sense. Yeah, I, I mean, I I agree. I don't think it's going to go away it, again. I don't think I I'm not afraid of it, and I don't think anybody yeah. should be. I think again, you even if you're VFX if you're a you know, social content creator, you're a production house, you just have to learn how to utilize the tool and it, you should be excited about it. Totally. It's going to be like you said it's the wild wild west for the next, you know, year or two and maybe might take 5 years before legislation comes in. I I I'm, I'm still I I'm, I'm still concerned on the on the legal side of being able to believe stuff and and yeah. uh, knowing that there are a few that will create problems yeah i mean there's
0: always going to be the bad people that use it in a malicious way that like that stuff is going to exist but but but, you know live
1: events uh sports events there's a lot of things that are still just you know can't be replaced right um you know i mean i say that but what if in the future there's a digital sports team you're watching. I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't find that in- interesting, but I mean, yeah. again, I'm 40. Who? Right. What do I know? I mean, maybe a 15 year old would totally get behind a ai created sports team yeah you know and the, so i don't know i We're actually gonna... think
0: that's a really great idea especially if you could make the game super competitive and like su- like like ridiculous like over the top like plays i think there would be a lot of people that are like oh yeah i know this isn't real but it's entertaining mm. to like see which team like plays out in a win and like you could totally control the variables to make it an exciting surprising turn of events um I don't think that's totally out of the realm of possibilities. And again, I think that just creates a possibility in and of itself to like you could create an entire new sports line of business Mm. by doing AI generated sports. In fact, we might have to just do that, bro. I Mm. think that's actually kind of a stroke of brilliance. So uh, once again, if any VC capitalists are out there, (laughs) we are looking to create a entire new sports world full of AI. Dude, honestly, I I really like that idea. Like I'm it. actually getting kind of hyped up on it. But like, <laughs> see, that's what I'm talking about, bro. Yeah. Like new ideas coming to the forefront like because of this technology. But here's here's the other thing where I I feel like this needs to catch up. It need you need to be able to almost like save different like skins or characters or profiles or scenes if you will to really be able to maximize this because right now it's only at a minute but eventually that minute's going to go away and you can sure do unlimited but when you can really get in and save like you know uh this football arena this person this character with their personalities and like you can really build it into a world of new possibilities you're gonna have new businesses Bro, being generated like crazy you,
1: you just hit on something how crazy is this
0: yeah I, we're just having fun on this at this
1: point think about this you create an actor yeah like that is the next tom cruise brad pitt angelina jolie whoever you want and you've created their personality via prompts you've created their skin and now you're like hiring that like this is like a the, video game world of acting and you're now hiring you have the rights to this actor yeah
0: dude and you're like I'm uh. hiring
1: out this actor to be in a film and you've got multiple actors these personalities that you've created with AI that only you have license to or worlds right here's a stadium here's a film location for your AI because we see this already in uh what was it meta their whole like meta world and you know they have online stores and they have you know jobs and stuff i never really i didn't understand it didn't get into it but I, i i was like this is interesting because now in the ai world of application of being able to create entertainment yeah i could see the value of being like oh i own i created this meta or this you
0: know, AI world. It's a digital avatar that people can grow fan bases for. It's a digital, for.
1: digital asset. Yeah. It's, yeah,
0: man, it's uh it's a new, that could be a new digital currency altogether. It's like owning a popular AI character, generated character that you can that you design, yep. monetize in a whole new way. Mm. Um, and, and I mean, this is literally just like, brushing the surface of possibilities that could come Mm. from this but like those are entire different industries that don't exist yet that we just like accidentally spit out on a 30-minute podcast Mm. like combine all of the world's like intel and and you know effort to create this stuff like some of the jobs that went away maybe they look different maybe there's still a place for them but now we have entire new industries yeah. that can come from we this. We just created 3 new industries. <laughs> Literally a sports league. Uh you, my security to my secure, <laughs> my security camera analog thing still still up for grabs guys. <laughs> no, but if
1: you're if you're uh, still with us at this point in this yeah. podcast, you can tell that Joey and I are super geeked out excited about yeah. this. I still think it it's got some ways to go. Yeah. Uh but there are uh applicable things we can use right now. Yeah. Like if I had access to this I would be utilizing this in a couple of ways, and so Joey, I'm gonna tee you mm-hmm. up right now. What's your first prompt that you're gonna put in? I'll put you on the spot, but like, what what do you want to see first?
0: That's a really great question. I wasn't prepared for that. Yeah,
1: yeah. I don't. I don't know what my answer would be, as well, dude. Oh man, I just got almost emotional. But it's like, here's another use case. What about bringing back? people that have already passed Mm. to be able to talk to you.
0: Yo, that would be really crazy. Especially even like family members. Right.
1: Right. My dad passed about two years ago, but to be like, I have audio recordings of his voice or video and like be able to hear that but like have somebody visually, you know, say that on the screen too. Dang, dude. That's huge. That is really huge. Ah, I legacy think it videos. Could
0: om- it could, om- well, and I just filmed one. So like I, my, my grandfather is really slowing down. Um, mm. and I carved out some time to sit him down and do an interview with him and just kind of document like his legacy and his life. Um, but if you could take, you know, a combination of like videos to where it could really learn like enough to replicate something, mm. you could almost have, you know, a, a, a not truly authentic replication, but like something to show your future kids or future grandkids a little bit about like what they were like or what they would be like in this scenario, how they interacted with their spouse. I yeah. don't know, man. There's, yeah, it's a, there's a whole new world of possibilities that could come come from it. Yeah.
1: Then I, I mean, I don't want to get back into the weeds of yeah. like legal and ethical, but then you go, so for example, my, my father never got to meet either one of my daughters and I was looking forward to that. And so yeah. I go, man, what on the ethical side would it be to be like, all right, AI, create Rocky saying hi to my daughters, you yeah. know, and giving them a message. Then I go, but is like, what is that? Yeah. Is This isn't authentic other than like I know his personality and maybe some things he would say and and a yeah. computer generated this to like create an experience for my yeah. kids and so like I feel like that's a whole moral ethical dilemma I would have to really think about and yeah. go you know do you is that something that just wasn't meant to be experienced yeah. or is this some a way that you can you know show them what their grandfather would have been like i don't know that's tough
0: it is tough and i I think that even if nothing else even if it's not an experience for them it could be an experience for you just to like visualize like Mm. what it would have been like and like you could almost again it's not an authentic memory but it's like you could almost visualize a desire that you have or like a dream that went unfulfilled um and and again, I, you know, I don't know what the, the real world implications and, mm-hmm. and, you know, ripple effects of that would be, but I think that there's potentially a place for it, you know? I think one of the biggest
1: things we keep hinting on is the ability, and you, you hit it up, it's when we have the ability to input data of our own mm-hmm. and it utilizes it. Because yeah. right now, a lot of AI, it's prompt, it's like, yeah. and you can give it references and stuff, but I feel like it has to be, yeah, like in the system somewhere, but it would be yeah. so cool to upload, say, a photo, you know, and be like, hey, this is the character I want to
0: utilize in this scenario. Think about the I mean, again, I don't know if people would really want this, but think about like, you know, those that didn't have like a wedding video recorded that they mm. could just take a yeah. photo and like, you know, animate this photo to like for us to almost feel like we have a memory to hold on to from something that we didn't get on video going back to the photo app that i tried i was i was
1: like dang this isn't working how i thought yeah. I, I took a photo of a, a one of my cats yeah and i was like all right animate and like did the steps and then like the face like floated off like from yeah, the yeah, I was yeah, like yeah. oh this isn't working right all right and we ran some other tests that uh, had a scene our senior editor run some tests he's like yeah it's really buggy like it's yeah because we were gonna you know but i think But it gave me hope because I go, man, in documentary filmmaking, you get all these photos and old, you know, assets. And now you go, well, like, just have that person like turn and look at the camera, you know, just a little bit of movement. So it's not a photo. Now we extend the sides. Let's make it 16 by nine instead of a four by six. And so you have all these opportunities. And going back to the Sora video, did you see the one with the historical footage?
0: Yes.
1: Dude, that, that, that is what made me remember about the um sizzler i go dude if we wanted to make a western instead of like getting all the props getting all the people all this it's like let's do a little proof of life concept yeah. video and then if we get people excited about it and you get the budget for it yeah now you can go out and execute but instead of spending that money up front um whether investor or your own to make you know you're spending 30 40 fifty thousand on a on a short film or a sizzler yeah you know a couple of days of production and all of those, now you have that asset yeah. to generate the excitement towards yeah. that narrative. I I truly think that's going back to like, what would you do first? Yeah. I think I would try to put together a couple of uh, sizzlers, man. Yeah. I think I would do that. And I just think that's see if, good, man. Yeah. I like that. What about you? What do you, what
0: do you, back to you? I think that I would probably do like a playful prompt uh, just to like experiment with it. Like, yeah. I don't know if I would uh jump immediately into a pitch deck uh, or a, says a pitch later, deck yeah. like i i'd kind of almost want to test it out and see yeah. like um almost if i could create like a version of myself without without giving it you know a, a photo of me and, mm. and, and and like almost see if it could replicate like how closely it could replicate a handsome
1: rep- 30 year old with young, a skateboard you got and a it.
0: flannel shirt and a white maltese dog <laughs>
1: I love it. Yeah, I was, holding
0: was, a red camera. Holding a red camera. <laughs> wow. Somebody write this prompt yeah. down. Gonna, <laughs> this is the first one we're inputting. I, into. I, I'm going to see how closely it could replicate my life without it seeing a photo of me. Okay, as
1: soon as we get access and to this. And a mustache. It's got to have a mustache. Oh, I love it. As soon as we get access to this, Joey is going to put in this prompt. I'm going for we'll it. We'll share it. It might be like a yeah. two months from now, six months from now, but we're yeah. going to share and tag this video
0: because I feel like- I don't know, man. Yeah, I want to see what uh, Joey AI looks like. I, I feel like it'll be pretty close. before Before we wrap this up, I, I do want to to make a disclaimer that while I and I would say yourself are very optimistic about the future, I don't want to be naive to the fact that there are real world dangers around this. There are, you know, real life horrible potential uh potentialities if you will for what this could do to some people some people's lives the future you know i don't want to pretend that i'm naive to these things but i i do like to err on the side of optimism that said there are some people that are currently not as optimistic about this uh and i would almost err on the side of most people not feeling the way that I do about it I feel like when I have conversations with people they're like I am the minority voice in the room of optimism around AI as a whole um, especially AI video so just in your opinion for the people out there that have fears that have anxiety around it that have you know um they're hung up on the negative negative applications of it what would you say to those people i'm looking for 1.5 million bc
1: investment <laughs> so i can create my analog video uh security uh, camera company yeah. and uh that will get you about 10 of it no so uh no i'll uh, be in all serious i think it goes back to what you and i've said many times it's a tool yeah we should be really look how excited you and i've been this yeah. entire time I will say that uh i think with any tool dude even video today like pre-ai like you're just gonna have to take everything um one you can't believe everything you see right so i think and you and you it is going to change our perspective i think there could be um uh of, of if we trust video i mean i think that's already been done with photos but we still trust Most of the time you still trust photos, but you, but you're aware, you're like, okay, that was probably Photoshopped a bit or like, oh, they airbrushed this. You know, we, we, we understand that that isn't real life. Um, You know, whether it's an ad or a commercial, even video now, right? Like there's plugins you can do that make people look better than, or sound better than they, they actually do. So I think, you know, at the end of the day, you have to remember that it is a tool. I think we should be learning how to utilize it. I would say f- just have an a, a open mind to the negative side of it mm-hmm. so that you are aware that you're not easily taken advantage um, of. Advantage of. Yeah. yeah. And so um other you know be smart. Just be smart. Like Dig it. watch what you are consuming on social, watch what you're consuming on the news, you know, like you have to take everything in through your lens and yeah. analyze the facts of it and then back it up and get more supportive yeah. data for it and that would be my thing um you know uh but what, what would you say uh to somebody that is yeah fearful of uh this in a negative way or even they're taking their job away yeah
0: you know like like you said you know adapting and evolving with it, it, it is part of it i think that we have to take this thing one step at a time and um you know not everyone is um that that listens to this is is a believer um or has faith but one of the things that is important to me is that the bible says not to live with a uh a spirit of fear like he didn't give us a spirit of fear and that you know you're to cast your anxieties on him and so again this isn't everyone's belief but for me personally that's part of my mindset where i i personally don't like to live with a spirit of fear around anything even if i'm supposed to be afraid of it um and people may think there's naivety involved in that but i just i always believe that there's going to be a way man and i'm just optic optimistic about even if there's not a way yet humans will find a way um to overcome this thing and if you are approaching this with a mindset of I'm willing to do whatever it takes to continue to do what I wanna do and what I love to do, like you're gonna find a way. And I think that there are gonna be negative things that come from this, I'm not, I'm not an idiot, um, but I also believe that if we can change our mindset around this to say we can't stop it, it's going to keep going And, like, how can we use this or what, you know, protections or safety do we need to put in place for, you know, maybe if you have kids, like, there's going to be stuff that, like, access to this is is a real thing. And, like, you know, we have to – there are going to be things that we have to work around, but, like, if you're willing to work around them or do what's necessary – like you're going to be able to overcome it. I don't think this is going to be skynet and that the world is going to end because of it. I think that there's going to be change that happens because of it, but I I personally choose not to live in fear because the only thing that that does is hurt you at the end of the day. Yeah. So, that's just yeah. kind of my my thoughts on it. Um but you got to be you got to be willing to roll with the punches and and just keep moving forward.
1: Yeah, man. Uh it's very well said and I agree with you, and I'm excited to see where this goes. If you are still listening at yeah. this point, I'd be curious to hear in the comments yep. what um, either uh, they see this being used yeah. as, or- How
0: wrong they think we are, or about how scary, or, <laughs> or,
1: or, or yeah, a counter side of totally. like, hey, this is something you guys overlook, like what about this? Yep. And like, this is gonna take your, like I wanna know, like this is an open discussion, yeah. and then- uh, also like, what would be your first prompt? I would love totally. that. that's a fun one, man. I, I think it's such a fun, yeah. it is. When you first got chat GPT and you sit back there, it felt like almost for people that are old enough uh, that did like uh, MSN, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, it was IM, like instant messenger yeah. internet. We would, that was like, you'd sit behind the keyboard and you're like, oh, I can't like, I, I don't know who I'm talking to. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, send yeah. a message, we have this conversation. And it's kind of that feeling, that kind of excitement when you sit there and you're like, "Okay, like how can I utilize this tool yeah. in a creative way?" Um, and obviously, I am. That was like communication, but there was some creativity in that as well. Yeah. You could be who you, whoever you wanted to be. Totally. Um, but I think enjoy it because it is just another step. Uh, yeah. Like you said, it's it's coming whether you're ready or not. Uh, hopefully, there will be some smart people in place to. Totally. Put some rules down or or come up with ways to protect um, yeah. when people do uh, wrong with it. Um, but, man, check out Sora. And this is just yeah. the beginning. Totally. There's going to be more. Um, there's going to be competitors. There's going to be more uh, adaptions of this. Yeah. I cannot wait to use it. Um, check out my Sizzler when when we do get access. <laughs> but, Joey, I'm so glad you teed this yeah. one up. This is a great, yeah. great topic that I think filmmakers, like to your point, are pretty nervous about. I'm I'm with you. I'm not nervous about it. I'm yeah. excited to get access to it.
0: I stand behind everything that you said 100%, man. I'm really excited to see how well this podcast ages, mm-hmm. um, you know, going back or like fast forwarding a year from now and then going back and seeing like how wrong or right we we were will be very interesting um and again you know this is all opinions no crystal ball here but these are just our thoughts and if you're still listening like now you know if hey, you don't know now you know a year from now everybody's plugged into the matrix doesn't matter it's facts uh, all right dude this is a fun episode man uh hopefully we can put sora to use and uh create some content and make some money from it and make that sports ai league <laughs> <laughs> awesome all right well this has been a great episode of the rough cut club if you're still listening thank you for sticking around this long and we'll see you next time cha-ching